0: All right. This is a Dithering Preview. This is a, a monthly compilation of clips from Dithering, which is the actual show that we do. That's me, John Gruber, and uh, my co-host here, Ben Thompson. Uh, and you can get the real episodes at dithering.fm. You pay five bucks a month, cheap, really cheap. And uh, you get three episodes a week, 15 minutes an episode, not a minute less, not a minute more three times a week. But then we do this monthly clip show so that people can find it and all their various podcast players and get a flavor of the show. And then after you listen and you like it,
1: again, go to the Dillium.fm and you can subscribe and you can then add the show right back into your podcast player. It's super easy. You don't need a special app and we think you'll like it. In fact,
0: we don't even offer a special app. Yeah, who wants to build an app? Yeah, nobody wants that.
2: November 2nd, Tech Earnings.
0: There's just not really a curiosity
1: or desire to understand why this might be different. It's just an assumption that it's all that it's the same as before. And and I I referred to it, I I use the framing begging the question, but it's the canonical example of that. It's like, this must be wrong. Let's figure out why it's wrong. Yeah. As opposed to, well, maybe in a, yeah, to your point, maybe in a pandemic, being an online company is good. Maybe being online, to your point about Google's profits, you can do search for everyone. Like it's not a logistical challenge. And so you're going to end up serving everyone because you're going to get really good at it. Right. It actually is, if you take the moment to actually understand how these markets work and the fact they're different, it's, act, it's not actually that complicated.
0: Yeah. And it really is true. Doing stuff on computers is the one thing that unifies all of them right? It kind of is, and I know that sounds incredibly simplistic, but it's like... and But it's what they miss.
1: It's what all these these critics miss. The whole point of a computer is that it can do the same thing over and over again basically for free. That's why you program it so you don't have to do it yourself manually. And it, it follows that it can do the same thing over and over again for free for literally everyone in the world. And like, honestly, it sounds so, you're right, it sounds so stupid to say that,
2: but it's literally the key point these folks miss. November 4th, Polls and music.
1: You know, I think there's an aspect where I think this could actually be a good thing in the long run if we get away from polling, because it kind of felt like, you know, it was. You ended up. You you think back to like, I mean, everything goes back to Steve Jobs <laughs> on, on dithering, and this idea that oh, you don't go listen to customers what they want. You have to figure out. You know, you know, figure out mm. what giving them what they need, et cetera, et cetera. And I think there's an aspect where politics sort of got reduced to this sort of focus groups and and polling. And you figure out what is popular, what polls well, and that's sort of the policy you pursue. And it sort of forgot about the fact that a big part of politics, and particularly if you want to enact change, requires some sort of leadership. and And people can and will change their minds, particularly about topics they don't know that much about. Like when it comes to like healthcare or, uh, you know, foreign policy, like people don't, they haven't done the research. They're looking for someone to influence them in a certain direction. And you, and, and if you're relying on polling and focus groups, you're letting sort of the blind lead the blind. And I think there could be a a thing where it's actually good to get away from that, and we might have no choice but to get away from it if it ends up being as unreliable as I think it might be. Might be going forward.
0: Uh, I I just got a text alert. It was nothing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> November sixth, wrestling and free speech, a pro
0: wrestling presidency, and I'm convinced. Number one, that if you polled people who are fans of pro wrestling and c- coordinated it with people who voted for Trump that there is a very strong correlation. I'm convinced of that. But it it work the way his view of politics works the same way. Like is pro wrestling a sport? Well, it's something. It is a contest of sorts and there are winners and losers and you can have a good run and you know like when I was a kid Hulk Hogan was a tremendous, I mean, he, he, he turned into, uh, you know, everybody, I say to them now he hasn't wrestled in, I don't know, 15, 20, 25 years. Everybody knows who he is. And it's not because of his lawsuit against Gawker. You know, he was that famous. He was a winner, right? And Trump knows it. And it, you know, it, but it, it, it's not a real contest in the way real sports are. You just assert yourself and you have a personality and your success is based on getting people to root for you. Right. And there is some aspect of athleticism. People are actually jumping off heights and smashing tables on each other. And, and there is real athleticism. But it's really just sort of an assertion of will and personality. And that's how he's viewed politics. He really thinks that's how being not, not just electoral politics, which is how a lot of people have won e- elections, but he governed that way, too.
2: November 9th, the iPhones, Mini, and Max. What about the Max camera?
0: The max camera, there's a couple of things like my first takeaway and I can't photograph it. Maybe somebody else who's better than me will, but just looking at it side by side with the regular 12 Pro, the max camera's whole camera module, that whole square raised thing containing the three lenses and the flash and the LiDAR sensor, the whole module is so much bigger than the 12 Pros uh, because the lenses are bigger. And to make the lenses bigger, the whole module's bigger. To have a bigger sensor, the the lens has to be further away from the right. sensor. So that right, and it, it's like um, that just isn't obvious in the product photography. And it wasn't true in the past years. Like last year's uh, eleven Pro Max, the camera module was the exact same as the you know there were there were no camera differences. The module was the same size. So it really does seem like this cascading series of Well, because of this, then this. So we're going to put a bigger sensor in, but only in the max. But the sensor is bigger, and so therefore it takes up more space. But because of that, it also has to be a bigger lens because it has to be further away to cover the bigger sensor. And if we make the one lens bigger, we have to make all three bigger for symmetry. And if we're going to make the telephoto bigger anyway, well, since... We're doing this. We can go from a 52 millimeter equivalent to 65 millimeter. Even though on that oh, one, right. the sensors, yep. even though on that one, the sensor is the same.
2: November 11th, Apple Silicon Max. Uh,
0: about the event, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed.
1: I gotta say, uh, why? And I know this is a bit of a contrary take. I'd say for for three reasons. So one. I think the lack of a touchscreen was disappointing, and just the lack of sort of like different hardware in general.
0: <laughs> I'm celebrating that there's no touchscreen. It was like my big fear. I don't. Uh, I, I, I'm telling you, you're wrong. You, we, no, you, I'm not uh, wrong. I, I'm right. That's why they didn't put a touchscreen in these in these things. If you want a touchscreen, go use an iPad. Well, that that's number two. I can't believe there's still a
1: touch bar. Oh, of all, like this is the chance to get rid of it. it, it like. The fact that t- the touch bar is the most powerful evidence there is that we should have touch screens and it, because it, it's it's terrible. It doesn't work correctly because you have to look down at it instead of looking up at the screen. So now you just want to reach up to the screen and, and do something. The problem is, is you've never used a, a, a computer with a touch screen. So you, you, you just don't, it's not in your mental
0: model. And I'm telling you, most of the time, you, I you use will never iPad. use a touch screen. No, it's I, different. How is it different? It's in a laptop case. I use a laptop with a touch screen all the time. And when it's in the touch screen thing, I never use touch the screen.
2: November thirteenth. The max differentiation. I, I agree it was an accident. I, I don't think Apple intended it,
1: but if you look back, it ended up working out very well for them yeah, for that reason. And I would fast forward and say, I think right now is an accident too. I don't think Apple likes a world where everyone is on web apps. I don't think Apple likes the world where software is increasingly not a differentiating factor. But it is the world as it is. And it just turns out that Apple is in a great place for that world, because they're going to have by far the best hardware for that world. And it, it, I, I I, don't know, it's interesting, because I think they are both kind of accidental, but it doesn't change how well they're placed in either place, regardless.
0: Yeah, I do. Th- I, I mean, you're, you know, it's not music to my ears. I I don't quite agree with the premise, but I I see it as the biggest threat to the Mac is the fact that, that uh, the way I would phrase the situation is that the biggest threat to the Mac that I love, not Mac as a business uh, for Apple, but the Mac as a platform that exists in a way that I feel love for is the fact that so many of its users don't use it as a Mac at
2: all. November sixteenth, Alipay and TikTok. And I think the big
0: contrast with the Trump administration is you—you you can argue philosophy and what's right and wrong, and lose yourself in the details of the fact that Xi's Xi operating in a system that is set up for him to interfere with this. It was trivial, right. like like when they made the decision, you know, screw this guy, screw his speech. I was, uh, you know, I, I wasn't i was upset with this guy and their influence over our society at the moment and that he doesn't seem to be on our team or, or sufficiently on our team. Uh, Screw him. Cancel this thing. It was done. That was it. You know what I mean? There was no debate. You know what I mean? The, there was no court. There was no process.
1: Yeah. No, it's a great point. Yep. It, it's a system set up for it. There is a degree to which Trump is pushing against the grain uh, of like in, in the way the way things are. Yeah. It, I mean, so the, the long and short of it is uh, it's a great point. I think that that captures the distinction that I was trying to make.
0: Look, I mean, look at that. The the, the thing with uh, ant, it's over, it's done, it's canceled, the IPO's over. I mean, like in the, the journal story about it, uh, you know, there was already like thirty four billion dollars around the world committed to it, you know, and it's over. There is no debate. Whereas the TikTok thing had massive debate, and here we are in what month is it? Is it November?
2: <laughs> November eighteenth, the M one Max.
1: What I loved about this review, which I think was actually reflected in most of your reviews this year, was it was so much about just the experience of using the device. And, and it rang so true in this review in particular, because that is what is going to actually be noticeable for normal people, right? Like, I mean, I just, I write text on the internet. I don't actually like the processor, like I need RAM because I open like 500, you know, tabs at a time. But, uh, you know, the actual speed of the processor isn't that big of a factor. But oh my word, the fan noise just drives me up the absolute wall. And that's, that's going to be a massive improvement, even if it wasn't faster at all. And not to mention battery life and all those other sorts of things. And, and that is like, that's what's going to be really compelling. And the other thing, you know, the, the missing piece, the shoe that has yet to drop is the new designs, the new industrial. Designs that are going to be possible with this sort of new thermal envelope, but you know, I love the fact that you you captured the bit that no, what matters here is is what it feels like to use it, and it has nothing to do with speed per se.
0: Yeah, and they're not cheating in any regard. Like, and again, I don't have the air, but I I know from talking to Jason, it doesn't get hot. It's not like it's secretly, and I could tell it wouldn't if if this fan you can't hear it and you can't feel air blowing. I honest, I I just assume it had to go on when I ran like the Cinebench benchmark, which like maxes all eight CPU cores for 10 minutes. It had, if that doesn't make the active cooling system go on, I don't know what in the world would.
2: November 20th, App Store PR Play. And fifteen percent is
1: actually a really great deal. And so it's a great deal on a few reasons. Number one, if you're charging one or two dollars, you're actually, Apple is, Undercharging you relative to their credit card fees. Now, Apple, I'm sure, gets some sweet deal with credit cards, but regardless, like that's cheaper than what you would get if you were do- rolling your own solution with like Stripe on on a website or something. So, one, Apple is is actually subsidizing cheap purchases, and then number two. Honestly, the the thing that always got me upset about the App Store broadly was less about the big companies and more about the fact that I'm, I'm such a big believer and passionate about the, the, the the power of the internet. Like it sounds, I'm sounding like very cliche, but, but like the power of the internet to enable like new kinds of business opportunities in the whole world is your addressable market and the App Store was did that it, it it opened up this entire new market but it's like apple was imposing a burden on development cuz you couldn't be cross platform and then taking such a big chunk of change along the way it's like what sort of businesses are not possible because of the burden that that apple is placing here and it, you and that's the part that bugged me the most but then you back up you're like well 15% and there's a lot of benefits to it because a small company gets to use Apple's brand. It's super seamless. You know, people trust it, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, you know, that actually solves one of the big problems I had with this. It's in service to one of my big things that I, that I care about. And I'm like, you know, it's a pretty good change. I appreciate it. And it's like the PR worked.
2: November 23rd, media navel-gazing.
1: There's this idea of crossing the chasm, which is a, a classic sort of technology adoption book. And it talks about early adopters. And then I, I can't remember the nomenclature, but the, the question is how do you cross over from like early adopters to like the mass market? And there's, I think there's a crossing the chasm idea or aspect for ideas where there's people at like the cutting edge, right? And there's like, you'll the most cutting edge is usually on Twitter. Like there's people that only have tweet accounts and they're often pseudonymous or you don't know who okay. they are, but they're way out there. Right. And they're, they're talking about stuff, but it, they, Like And a lot of it is noise, but there's some really, really interesting signal there. And you saw it really be exposed with the coronavirus was coming along. And that's where by far the best information was on Twitter. And then there's like the next level where I'd put like strategy and I think, you know, someone like Matthew Glazes is there where it's. A little bit more thought through, and it's actually put down into a a, a, you know, a post that people can like dig into more, and is in an archive. You can go back and look at it. And then there's the next level, which is like, okay, now the opinion is like in the New York Times op-ed page, right? And it's like a little bit downstream, but that's normal, right? You you don't you don't get cutting edge in the opinion section of the New York Times. It takes a while for right. something to gain sort of sufficient acceptance and understanding that it can even resonate.
2: November thirtieth. Clutch vaccines and Dave Chappelle
1: should uh, professional sports get access to the vaccine immediately?
0: I think so. I, I, I don't. I don't have any problem with that. And I realize that that there's some uh, somebody would argue with it at all times. You know, there's never been a time when something like that wouldn't be controversial. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I would put them near the top of the list because there's the most people who would like to see them be able to participate in what they do. Yeah, to me,
1: to me, it's a no-brainer. I mean, I get the argument is obviously that, oh, they're there are healthy young individuals, you know, the people at risk and healthcare workers, et cetera, et cetera. But one, they're, they're like, there's going to be tens of millions of the vaccine available, right? It's not like we're talking about there's a hundred doses only, right? The the second thing though is you have to consider the broader societal context, right? People are locked up at their right. in their homes ideally not going anywhere. And it seems like a pretty good use of the vaccine to like give them entertainment right? Right. and not have these teams have to worry about, Oh, is someone going to play or not? It's like, should it be a national policy that the NFL playoffs go off without players out? I say yes, absolutely. Yeah. It should be right. Like well, you can't, you can't get into this, this theoretical world of like right and wrong. You have to consider the actual real world implications and real implications is that tens and hundreds and tens of millions of people want to watch these football games. And it's good if they're at home watching football games and not doing other stuff.
0: And, and combine that with the fact that you can turn them into local spokespeople for the vaccine a lot of iPhone talk this month, which makes sense because
1: uh, the iPhone came out late and then you had multiple reviews and then I got an iPhone. But hey, it's, it's that time of year. Yeah, yeah. The other thing was the uh, the election. The election is going yeah. on. And we had the whole Twitter and Facebook and the New York Post. Uh, it, I actually thought we had some really great episodes about that topic in particular that were probably more clear than whatever the news <laughs> was actually about.
0: <laughs> uh, and don't forget Quibby. We'll never get to talk about
1: Quibi again. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to us talk about Quibi or all these other topics. Go to dithering.fm and subscribe. And uh we look forward to seeing you three times a week. 15 minutes an episode. Not, not a, a minute less, not, not a, a minute anymore. more.